There will be drinking, there will be drinking, there will be drinking and talking about stuff. <laughs> Hello, friends, Romans, countrymen. Thank you for lending me your ears today and joining us on There Will Be Drinking. As you know, my name is Murda. That's me. I'm Murda. And I'm Kate. <laughs> And we have with us a guest. Would you uh, like to introduce yourself, sir? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Aaron Gold. Hi, Aaron. Thank you for being here today. Uh, thank you for also being here. Otherwise, if it was just me, it'd be weird. This is your home. Yeah. Oh, we don't have to get into that. I, okay. th- I thought about it. For you a did, right? I was like coming home. Aaron's here hanging out in the room talking to himself. Is that outside of my normal day? Yeah. Would I kick you out? No. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, hey buddy. Also, I'd what's be, up? Yes, I would be like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's going on, man? That is, that is kind and very empathetic of you both. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess this is assuming that you're not a stranger. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I do have to say, if I, if you were a stranger, just it, with the whole presentation you have going on, you seem like a very nice man. And you were yeah, just I'd here talking to yourself. Stranger. Yes. So like, if I walked in and you were in my apartment, like, Podcasting by yourself. And I think my first words would be, okay, uh, I know what this looks like. Uh, can I just have, and I, I apologize for intruding. Can I just have a minute of your time to explain? And I'd be like, <laughs> if you help me put away these groceries, yeah. I'd be like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I already know where they go. <laughs> just so you know, the gun is in my junk drawer in my kitchen. As I, is your right. I'll have As access right. to it at any point totally if fine. you get any, totally if you get frisky. So we, you just, hi, honey. How was your day? By the way, we have someone new here. Uh, <laughs> you don't know me, but I know you very well. He apparently lives, he's lived here for months. He's been here yeah. this whole time. Yeah. Who knew? I did. <laughs> In between the walls. Yeah, like a kitten, like a lost kitten. <laughs> or a rat. I, I want to adopt him. Can we adopt him? Can we, he, he said he'll sleep on the floor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I may do. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> that's not and how we know you. Yeah. Um, no, that's literally this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, it tends to be. Yeah, and scene. Uh, where were we? Oh, okay. We have you here on today because you are you have your own podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which Meredith and I both listen to and love. Don't mind if I don't. Guys, you should go on there and check it out. Not just because Meredith and I will be on there. Also, check that out but because it is generally very good and it's a different idea than most shows which i love um, and it's a good episode we talked about fast and the furious mm-hmm. which everybody likes even you do i <laughs> i don't know we'll find out oh. <laughs> you'll have to listen to find out yeah you have to listen you know it's a we surprise. will we spoil lots of things on the show but we will but we're not, not gonna spoil, spoil your yeah. show yeah. <laughs> um Anyway, wh- what are we what are we drinking today on this wonderful day? We're all bonding over um, movies and shows, and we are drinking. Uh, our guest named it. Would you like Would you like to do it in the voice? Oh for yeah, us? that's right. Oh yeah. Uh, introduce our yeah. drink for you. Oh hi, lime. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I my inspiration was uh, Tommy Wiseau is apparently from we what we assume is Poland, but yeah. he says he's from New Orleans. I actually right. argue that Tommy Wiseau is not from anywhere. He's just always has existed, always will be. <laughs> right. He like, is eternal. Because he's Dracula. Yeah. yeah he's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. But he um 
so that is what he contends as he's from New Orleans. So I decided to make a Polish version of a hurricane, which is basically vodka instead of lots of rum. Uh, it has two ounces of um, passion fruit juice, an ounce of orange juice, an ounce of lime juice, a half ounce of grenadine, a half ounce of simple syrup, and three ounces of vodka. And oh, three you, ounces of vodka. It will get you okay, that's up. pretty crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, you didn't list the liquor first, and I was like, is this a choose-your-own-adventure pour? <laughs> yes. Choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because kind of like a lot of Wiseau made his own way. He made like his own adventure. Like any American hero He definitely would. chose his own adventure. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever money he had afforded him that choice. I also had a sip of that cocktail. I, I can't drink right now because of a stupid concussion but uh <laughs> it was delightful yes mm -hmm. it's very refreshing yeah it's exactly what you want to drink in the winter when it's shitty outside and cold mm -hmm. and if like i've also been listening a uh, uh, recommendation for everyone for the winter if you are suffering with the winter blues and you're inside a lot listen to tropicalia it makes you feel real good and it's really Wait, fun what is that it's a genre of music from Brazil. It's kind of like Afro, like <laughs> jazz. It's really fun. What? I was about to say, like, which podcast is Tropicalia? Yeah, I was like, you no, mean the orange music. juice maker? No. I had a moment. Okay. I mean, music. It's, it's like, do you really hold fun. an orange juice carton to your face? You can think use of that as an instrument times. while you're singing and dancing to Tropicalia. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. Sounds like a party. I'll go to that party. Uh uh Aaron, let's start with some let's let's get to know you a little bit. We want to get to know you. Okay. Mm -hmm. We often treat our podcast as if it's a first date, but we're asking <laughs> weird ass questions. Oh yeah. So um, I'm on a date with two ladies and they're both taken. So it's forbidden. Yeah. It's um I'm sure there's a porn where that's the premise. I mean called yeah. forbidden. I mean I'll the forbidden that. love. <laughs> I mean the forbidden love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the point on Pornhub where there's like the least amount of viewers on the graph. <laughs> <laughs> but the spike is coming, I'm sure. But it's oh, great because like the people that made those videos are going like, oh, finally, someone appreciates it. Yeah. Well, this is also because this is the 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 porn with the most story and no one really goes to Pornhub for story. Untrue. I, I, I'm I, always hunting for story. I need a little bit of a story. I need a little bit of a story. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I get mad because like the title doesn't follow through in the yeah. clip. I'm just like, or it just cuts to it. I'm just like, well, why did I? Yeah. Why, I wanted the I wanted plot. the foreplay. Yeah. I'm Listen, like, I'm not a cheap date. Butter me up a little bit first. Yeah. I get like 10 minutes into it and I'm like, we didn't even mention if she's the babysitter or not. Is he the babysitter? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seems a little old to be a babysitter. And, and I hate conflicting plots. Like, you said she was your aunt. She called you her her son. This is come on. This God, doesn't make any this sense is just anymore. This I agree. Keep the Terrible. lineage clear. Yeah. Yes. I need to know relations. Yes, please. <laughs> because how can I know I'm actually jerking off the incest porn or not? Yeah, yeah. I, I need I know. to know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a line. <laughs> I'd like to be aware of it. Yeah. And sure, mom. Yeah. No, yeah. you're really playing with that line. <laughs> Well, since we've got our preferences out of the way, um, I, our first question is, Aaron, do you have an interesting or do you know anything about your birth story? I do. Oh, great. We love that. Uh, 
I so, will say your mom seems very animated and like she would tell you her birth story because of your your mom your, episode yeah. is adorable. I, I did an episode of the podcast where uh, every uh, people convince me to like things I don't. But every once in a while, I try to I flip it and uh, did a do mind if I do with my mom and uh, try to convince her to like marijuana. Oh, it's very cute. Did she like it? She seemed neutral on it. Does we'll have she? to find out. We'll have to find out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's pretty neutral on it. <laughs> uh, she's uh, pretty much as neutral as it can get. Uh, but anyway, both of my parents have laid claim to this. Ooh. And I, my mom is funnier, but dad makes a case that, hey, she was laid up and pregnant. How could she? So it, I don't know who did Ooh. this. Oh, I cannot wait. wait. I'm so excited. My grandparents on my dad's side were... Are, very Jewish and or were uh uh and mom loved to fuck with them every time they'd ask what what what's the name gonna be uh she'd always go like I don't know Jesus and uh <laughs> once she was watching the Mets and Mookie Wilson came up to bat and like the whole crowd goes like Mookie 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 and uh they asked and she goes Mookie and uh <laughs> Thankfully, neither of those happened. <laughs> Actually, Jesus Gold would have been pretty cool. But uh, yeah. uh, when I was being born, either one of my parents got the entire hospital uh, staff on that floor to come in and as I'm being born, chant, Mookie, Mookie, <gasps> wow. Mookie. That's I pretty cool. born into that. Yeah. That is great. So yeah. you were born into like applause and cheering. Oh, I and, see it as I was born into a pretty solid bit. Yeah, yeah. you were. Uh, absolutely. I was about to say, like, that is a born commitment a to a joke. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of commitment. And it's a joyful one that everybody absolutely. gets to join in on. Exactly. Yeah. I also love a long joke where the punchline has, like, a payoff, but not huge payoff. Yeah. But someone is so invested that it lasts months. Yeah. Just for that moment. So, <laughs> since you were... um. Brought into the world with uh, Arsenio Hall cheers. <laughs> um, <laughs> what have you been up to since then? Uh, well, we've talked about the podcast I host. Mm -hmm. I also uh, host and perform in a monthly show here in New York at the Magnet Theater called You Are Not Alone, an uplifting show about depression. Cool. Uh, Very cool. People read essays about, uh, you know, mental illness or just stuff that's happened in their life with... Uh, the rule that we always say is like, we're never going to tell someone they're not depressed enough to do our show. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then that inspires improv. So we kind of like, we touch on your heart and then we make you laugh and break that tension. And we touch on your heart and we do that again. Oh, I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's really nice. And it, every show ends with an optional group hug for the audience. Oh, that's so nice. It's safe that's and fun. Really cool, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've been running for about three years of the magnet. What made you want to start doing that? Depression. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I would guess, guess that part. Uh, yeah. um, just kind of like, uh, I, I had started it with another person, uh, Grant Goldberg, and just kind of, we both were sick of just not talking about it. Yeah. And, or people getting weird when we talked about it. Yeah. So we just kind of decided to own it. And I mm -hmm. think it's also way easier to deal with it if you do talk about it. Yes. Sure. It's absolutely, because it's like, uh, there's there's symptoms that you don't realize you're having unless mm -hmm. you talk about them out loud. Yeah, you're like mm -hmm. otherwise you right. you're living in this cloud, you're living in this bubble, and you just you have no idea that that's what you're dealing with. You could just be like, oh, this is just shitty for some reason. Yeah, and and, and don't know why. It's and awful. Most people who have shared essays 
have said like, you know, oh yeah, they, they felt a lot better. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time I shared one, I felt like a weight off my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good time. Come feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Every I month at the Magnet Theater. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, this the most important is question. My favorite. Oh, Meredith, okay. take Where it away. Where all the judgment is, we judge you based mm-hmm. on this answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we like you or not. Okay. Uh, what is your sex pyramid? Okay. Three people you would have sex with at the same time. All right. Uh, number one with a bullet. Allison Brie. Excellent. Oh, I've said yeah. her before. Oh, hell yeah. Great choice. She's she's fun. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, she seems super like super hot. Know, super, super hot. hot. <laughs> uh, admit, yeah, keep it keep it a good time, but be respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh number two, Rosario Dawson. Excellent. Another excellent I think choice. Someone, who someone's also picked her. Uh-huh. I've said Allison Brie before. I don't remember who picked Rosario Dawson. But that's excellent mm-hmm. choice. Thank you. Uh, I want to make sure that there's like fun all around, but like, uh, just dudes don't do it for me. <laughs> oh, sure enough, fine. this is your fantasy. I yeah. know, but I want to make it a good time for everybody. That's part yeah. of my fantasy. Like, oh, I, I, see, I have I more see. fun when everybody's having fun. Gotcha. Uh, uh no, okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> these ladies look like they're into ladies. Like they'll have a great time if the whole it's again yeah. and That's again. True. This is your fantasy. So what they would be doing whenever you want. Uh. Okay, you know, it's it's probably a cop-out answer, but uh, ScarJo. Yes. Okay, yeah, Scar- she's Transit. very popular yeah. in this yeah. sex pyramid. Yeah, she's a busy woman. She's a busy woman, <laughs> but she, she I, I like women that, that, you know, go out and do it for themselves. Like she a is she's woman. very That's, unapologetic Yeah. for, like, every, like, she just seems to exude, like, confidence, and, like, she just knows exactly what she yeah. wants. And mm-hmm. I think all these women would get along really well. Yes. I think so. Yeah. I think Rosario Dawson and Alison Brie could get along with most people. I think if you don't like them, Alison Brie is something. a delightful human. I bet. Yeah. Every yeah. time I've heard an interview with her, I'm like, I would love to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. She seems like a great friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, so have you seen Glow? Yes. I I have not. She's it's excellent. Again, she's very too good much in content. It. Oh, it's so hard. It's okay. It's okay. I thought it, I think she's such a, a naturally likable and charismatic person, yeah. and like. When Glow starts out, you don't like her. Yeah, she's yeah. awful. I, like, so it's amazing. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. What was the? Oh, we've introduced some new questions now because. Well, uh, the the next one, I think we're still gonna keep this one because uh, we like yes. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your most Bill Murray moment? So we like to say, what? How do you describe it? You have a great way of saying. Um, it. what did I say? Oh, fuck, I forget now. It's something ridiculous she did that you're proud of. Yeah, and that oh. it is not necessarily easy to believe. Yes. Something ridiculous I've done that I'm proud of. My favorite example, just to give you an idea of the most Bill Murray moment, is Meredith's, where she you, essentially- no, I don't know. You need to tell yours now. Which your, one is mine? You've never told it on air. You've never told us on air your new most Bill Murray moment, which was you at the wedding at- uh, oh, you're right. I did have a b- most Bill Murray moment. Yeah. Okay. Just because this is new, uh, this is an example for you, Erin, uh, as a benefit. You're helping. Me. This is a new story yes. for her, and it's um, excellent. Never been done on air. Relevant. Hot it's, take. It involves improvers, improvisers, <laughs> whatever. Um, I went to uh one of I've been on an improv team for about two years called Damn It Kevin, and one of them, um, uh, Jorge, was getting married and invited his improv group, which. 
mistake. Don't invite your improv group to your wedding unless you want your party to be ruined by bits, which is exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, but when no one else there is an improviser, <laughs> that's fair. So it, <laughs> we weren't, we did not belong at this very elegant, beautifully styled, wonderful wedding with a live band. We did not belong. Um, but what proceeded to happen was, of course, there was an open bar, and I was doing tequila shots because, you know. Tequila. Tequila and viva la more. And like, let's do it, right? Oh boy. So um we were dancing, all we were all having a good time. We were doing like the the middle school like circle dance where somebody gets in the middle and like whatever. Um and then Whitney Houston's I Wanna Dance with Somebody came on. Hell yeah. It's our moment. One of my favorite song. songs. Yeah, it's our song. So of course I started kind of like passionately lip syncing it. And one guy in my group, Greg, goes, do you want to stand on a chair? And I said, yes. And he drags the chair over. I stand on it and I'm doing my best drag queen lip sync performance I have ever done. Hell yeah. Everyone else in my group has surrounded the chair in his synchronized dancing, circling, grabbing the base of the chair, dragging me across the dance floor. <laughs> the photographer runs over. There are a series of photos proving that this has happened. The rest of the crap literally... Like aunts and uncles who had been sitting at the tables the entire time get up and circle around me. At one point, I fell off the chair and there was an audible, oh, and then I got back up and there was an audible, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you rocked that wedding. You made that wedding a story for people. By being you. That sounds like a lovely thing that you did for everybody. Yeah. I just love the falling part. <laughs> Especially because, and the next day I had like a the, the kind of bruise you have that it's like black. It's no longer purple. It's now black. Battle That's scars. the bruise I had from yeah. that oh, dance. So funny. It was so fun. Um, but see that story. If I were to like tell someone I met in a bar, they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, that didn't uh, happen." <laughs> That's the kind of the Bill Murray metric. Maybe, maybe I'm just really fucking gullible. Cause like, I don't know. I just, I believe. It did happen. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> uh, um, shit. Often these stories too are like when you're super drunk and you do something and you find out later and you're like, "Oh, that was so dumb, but kind of awesome." Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, when I was twenty, mm-hmm. I did not have a uh, a fake ID, but um, uh, my father used to work in the Pentagon, so I had a dependent's ID for a long time. Okay. Uh. And I visited my mom for Thanksgiving and her neighbor, this Scottish guy, who had three of his Scottish friends in town. And I decided, I'm a 20-year-old. I'm going to go drinking with these Scottish people. Sure. Because I Sounds was great. 20 and thought I could out-drink anybody. Oh, ooh. Ooh, no. Not yeah. Scott. Not yeah. Scott. <laughs> in my defense, I had like a foot on all of them. Okay. They were older than me. Like a lot older? Uh, I mean, like in their 30s, 40s. They start drinking as babies, remember? Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I just want to know. I want to know how like psoriasis that liver is. I'm trying to get an idea of how much they can handle. I think late 20s and uh, mid 30s. So in their prime of drinking. They were like drinking robots. (laughs) Where I was an idiot. (laughs) Uh, And... Uh, half the bars turned us away because they saw my ID mm-hmm. and like half the bars were cool because like they either couldn't find the birth date or they were just like, fuck it. Yeah. Come on in. And I just proceeded to get drunk and shit. And we're playing pool and I have a chalked up pool cue. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I put it on my shoulder and I turned and it hit like a pillar in the bar. As I turned to wipe it off, I realized it wasn't so much a pillar as much as it was the bouncer's face. <gasps> and he had a massive blue mark oh, right on no. his cheek. And like, I, uh, what do you do? What would you do in that situation? Would be like, well, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm Can so I buy you chocolate? Yeah, I just okay, say I'm great. sorry. You yeah. don't have yeah. access to drinks. Like, I threw what? up on his shoes. So not, oh no. not, I hear oh your no. guy's plan and it sounds like a great one. Oh no. That's not the route I went. Right. Uh, and like the Scots are just rushing in because they know how to comfort a drunken person. Right. And like, we're amazing at diffusing it. Right. And also I just look pathetic. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. I'm sure he was like, he didn't mean it. So I went to the bathroom. And I wasn't done throwing up yet. Right. But for some fucking reason, this dive bar didn't have any stalls, just urinals. Like piss yeah puby so my face is in one of those letting the rest of it out oh god and the rest of the night i only remember like in small portions like i remember eating in a pizzeria i remember throwing up in a pizzeria and i i swear to god i remember people cheering as i left that pizzeria oh yeah i was bad wow and the last thing that happened was i passed out walking like the sidewalk just came at my face. Oh, and you yeah. didn't get a concussion from that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have like a scar on my head, uh, or a little scratch on my head. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I woke up on my mom's couch with her just going, like, you know, Brian, the Scott, and the taxi driver had to lug you up those stairs. Oh, you no. You big asshole. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I'll take that as a boomer. That moment. was a good that's question. Beautiful, beautiful story. <laughs> That's and a one be- of the night of your life. Night of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember some of it. Yeah. Oh, that's what great. I didn't lose to the alcohol, I lost to the head injury. <laughs> uh, final question. New question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would the last meal be if you're if you if you're if on you death had, row? If you had, only had one more if meal. You knew it was your last meal ever, and the warden was like, "Aaron, I'll give you whatever you want." Within like, reason. Thank you, Warden Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> you've been uh, you have, you've been on such good behavior. I can't believe we have to kill you. Well, I mean, you know what? I didn't do it, but Warden. I get it. Hands are tied. There were four courts that said you did. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> let's you know. Let's not appealed four this times. Yeah. Damn. So many courts. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I really didn't want to go to prison. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, last meal within reason. I'm gonna have I, I you gotta go classic filet mignon. All right. Sure. At least for sure. one part. Like, but with like the the uh kind of blue cheese blue or cheese something. Blue cheese and butter. Mm-hmm. But it's like the kind of filet mignon you can cut with a fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know why I'm making eye contact with a vegetarian as I say this. Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I have meat. You get it. I have uh, yes. a, I have an appreciation for food though. So I okay. understand what like good food is, even though I don't eat it. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that was a good choice. Well, you probably would jam on the macaroni and cheese, the extra cheesy macaroni and cheese that oh, I've yeah. gotten from like a, a a barbecue place, like a legit barbecue place next to it. I would, I would, uh, I would, I would get down with any amount of cheese. Hell yeah. Uh, do you guys do you, where you grew up or even in New York have been to or or frequented or patronized a, a checkers? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> there's a checkers that used to be near my old apartment. Yeah, there's a few in the city. I love that they have a sandwich called the Cheese Champion. 
And also the big Buford. The big Buford. Love it. Yeah. They they were my go-to when I was drunk for many uh, checkers, nights. Checkers fries make great cheese fries because they're so mm-hmm. seasoned. Yeah. Yeah. I like a good checker cheese fry checker, situation. Checker cheese fry. Checker cheese fry. Checkers. You got to eat right. <laughs> it's true. Um, or is it you just, or is it you got to eat? Both. I, don't, I mean, you do all... have to eat. It's true. It's true. Did they ever, did they really come up with that or did God come up with that mm. slogan? Checkers? Yeah. Come, came up with that? Well, or every God. checkers slogan is a direct, uh, direct excerpt from the Bible. Yes, that yeah. and Chick-fil-A. You know how Moses had those tablets with the Ten Commandments on them? A guy who um, started checkers came down from a mountain with the, t- the drive through menu. You know? Yes. They do kind of look like drive through menus. They were they gifted. Do. <laughs> they were gifted. Every single the checkers. Tablets, they kind of look like yeah. drive through menus. I, if I drove by a fast food uh, place that and their drive through menu was in the shape of the Ten Commandments, I would not be thrown. That's you mean like, Chick fil A? This is. Do they actually do it? <laughs> no. Oh. Sorry, this they is should, what though. you're telling me what Moses' retirement plan was, was to just build fast food franchises. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Not a bad gig. Yeah. Not a bad gig if you can get it. Well, I mean, I, and I wonder if he would incorporate that whole, like, it's raining bread and fish in the desert type situation. Is that what happened? Right? No. No? Didn't it <laughs> rain food at one point? I mean. There was the plagues that they rained. No, yeah. that was before they did the desert walk. <laughs> the the, the desert walk. I will have I you know. know. All <laughs> my Bible references come from The Simpsons. I don't know. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I don't. I was a religion major in college, and I don't, you don't have know. any idea. Yeah, this is where that sounds like a combination of like you're We're Jewish and you have, You're not going to help us out here. I'm a very bad Jew. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Okay. All right. Well. <sighs> I'm sh- sure it rained food at one point in the books. Who are we to judge? I don't know. Yeah. We weren't there. We did weren't you, there. Did you, were you bar mitzvahed? I was. Is bar mitzvah the right term or is bat mitzvah the right term? What's... Bat mitzvah if you're a girl. Okay. And I, I got uh, it right. I am now officially a man thanks to my bar mitzvah. Thank God. Oh, yeah. Thank how God. was it? Uh, uh, was God, it a big change? It was, it was lame. Like, no, I mean, I was just lame at that age and. The theme was Hollywood. It was fine. I don't think I've met a single. Yeah, like it's not great. Not you know, it was it was lovely. My complaints are more about who I was at thirteen than anything else. Do you think if you ever got married, your wedding would be bigger than your bar than your bar mitzvah? Fuck yes. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Absolutely. I didn't know how big your bar mitzvah was. Not that. I don't think I've ever met a single person who was like, yeah, my bar mitzvah was off the chain. Was like, banging. never. My I, bar mitzvah crushed it. It was epic. I never. Think, I think our eighth grade dance was pretty off the chain. Our eighth grade dance? Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't have a bar mitzvah. But that was similar to that time. So if we had a bat mitzvah, it would have been, been as cool as our eighth grade dance. Yeah, what, that would have been a good time. Describe, the, describe this eighth grade dance. Well, Ja Rule was big at the time. As so, is he ever. Um, Forever may he live in our hearts. <laughs> I just, I think we had a great. Ooh, Moulin Rouge was very popular. So Ooh. I had like a um, Can Can Girl esque dress. <laughs> And 
like your hair is all fancy. Moulin Rouge was very big and I loved that movie and I would sing all the songs in my room alone. And so I just wanted a dress that made me feel like Nicole Kidman. It wasn't about sex. It was about feeling like a fucking princess, but a prostitute at the same time. Like a lady. Yeah, like a lady. Like all women feel. Hell yeah. Prostitutes, but also like a lady. <laughs> like a princess prostitute lady. That yes. is the kind of woman I would describe myself as. We all want to be Julia Roberts and pretty woman. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Boom sauce. Boom shakalaka. I've learned a lot. <laughs> Speaking of dreams and wanting to become <laughs> the princesses of our own story, um, we watched... A movie. What time is it? Game time. When you walk out on that field today, ask yourself this question. What time is it? Game time. What time is it? Game time. Game time. Uh, Fuck yeah. This, yeah. Let's strap in and game up. <laughs> okay. Um, What? You you explain the drinking game. Since you oh, the name with. of this drinking game is uh, Water Bottle Toss. And basically the way Ooh. you play it, it's off of an improv game called Zip Zop, Zip Zap Zop, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So throughout us talking about The Disaster Artist, which was the movie that we watched that we have not brought up yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you can read titles, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> and wait. And wait patiently. <laughs> have you not heard these episodes before? Um. Yeah, anyway, so at some point, anybody can, uh, with respectfully not interrupting, but everyone in this room seems lovely, um, you can go, oh, and clap and point at someone, and then that person uh, has to say hi and do the same motion, Mark. it. You know what? Don't worry about it, listeners, because yeah. there's a fizzle aspect. We'll just tell a fizzle aspect? Yes. A physical aspect, and we'll just tell you who lost and who has to drink. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's just also a Google fizzle aspect. An aspect? <laughs> a fizzle one. A yeah. fizzle one. <laughs> Is that where it's fuzzy, like in aspect ratios on screen, like it's fizzly around the sides? I you think. Know? Did they use that in this in the making of this film? I think so, uh, especially uh, in the scene where they, oh. Hi. Mark. 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 Oh, oh it's uh, you. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a fun one. <laughs> but also, I love how dead inside we all sounded at oh, oh hi. hi Mark, which is how he sounds in this oh, movie. Hi, Maybe oh, hi Mark. After uh, well, I think he is dead inside because he's a vampire. Yeah, well, he's also absolutely. Um, I mean, that which is that which is undead can never die. Like he, right. he is eternal. Yes, I think too. <laughs> and me and Meredith watched the the room. The room. The Have you seen? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Off I've seen the room. I've what seen is, the room live. What is? Know. Yeah. What is your relationship with the room? Do you like I mean, it? Enjoy it? Love? Hate it? I uh I I enjoyed it. I mean I'm I did Rocky Horror for four years. Oh, fine. oh, cool. So like I'm no stranger to uh Brad the first year, Frankenfurter the last three, and then the last year I also MC. Cool. cool. Uh, wow. And do you still not do this anywhere? No, I I did my time. <laughs> I, I spent my ye- my years in the shit. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like shadow casts, I I appreciate them. But now I'm like, I did four years of them, so I can only take yeah. so much. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Um. So wait, how does that relate to your life with the room? Oh, you guys. 
not gone to the room Shadowcast? No. Well, not Shadowcast, but it is like uh, you, you see I it in theaters. Got, I haven't seen it live like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah no. no, that's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. You, you it see is. it uh, yeah, in a room that. full of, of people and like they have the callbacks that they like. At one moment, they all throw plastic the, spoons. Right. Actually, a couple moments of that. Because mm-hmm. of the pictures uh, that are framed. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. calls and response. It's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Well, we'll have to do that. It's a bucket list thing. I've just been introduced to it this year, like via basically ah. this movie. Yeah, I think it definitely, I mean, what's insane about The Room is that they, you spent an exorbitant amount of money on it. It made no money. It took forever to film. It did nothing for these people's careers. Right. Yet. Now they, it's, it's like, huge. It's huge, and he's made so much money off of it. Yeah. And yeah. now the exposure of it is even larger, and he's because gonna keep movie, making yeah. a ton of money yeah. off of it. And it's like, mm, it's a little, it's a little gross because this, the room is a little gross. It, it is absolutely yeah. like the gross. true victim of this entire story is Juliette Danielle. <laughs> She's <laughs> the, uh, the uh, actress, Lisa. Lisa. Lisa yeah, yeah, that poor girl. That poor girl. Um, but while we were watching this, because we were just talking about Tommy Wiseau being dead or undead or yes. possibly whatever. Yes. Um, and while we were or watching. Or just exist outside of time. <laughs> yes. Like... I have a theory. I think he's an inanimate object. Ooh. More specifically, Robot. I think he is skin uh, draped over a bag of ropes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did say that. Particularly his butt. It just <laughs> yeah. looks like a bundle of ropes with tight, tight skin pulled around it. His sex scenes. The being oh so awful, but (laughs) his body is jacked, absurd, but yeah, but But not good to look at. No, giant like a giant disease peen. Yeah, it's it's like the only type of it's the only it's a body you can only get from juicing uh, like a lot. Yeah, it was like like watching Breaking Bad for me the first season of it. I was just like, this hurts to look at. Yes, but. Yet here I am, not yes. leaving. I'm staring straight ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah for real. Uh, laughing at it with other humans is enjoyable, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, absolutely. Despite the absurdity of the movie. So yeah. okay, and now... it's just something we can enjoy that exists. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, do you want to give deets or? Well, that. Well, I was. Uh, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. This is my movie, and this is my life. Not great. You and me, we are all the same. But yeah, how's, how's that? We both have this dream. That we'll be famous. Yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> you have a malevolent presence. You are a perfect villain. I could see you as Dracula, Frankenstein. I'm not Frankenstein. I'm hero. I give them job, I give them salary. I'm gonna spend $5 million on this movie, Greg. Five, are you kidding me? $5 million? And they are not grateful. Nobody respects my vision. Where were you born, Tommy? Greg, that's not part of the scene. Now, you want an easier question? Where does the money come from, huh? Stop, this is on camera. I know it's on camera, just like you want it. I do this whole movie for you, Greg. Can we just take it again? Try to lose the accent. The rules to the club, myself, and the choir, and the four Serve up some hot, steamy deets. The deets <laughs> on this film are, it was released uh, December 8th, 2017. It was directed by James Franco. Was Re- it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, In character. 
he never dropped character just because it was too hard to bounce back and forth. So he would direct people like, uh, oh, like, 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 wow, Tommy Wiseau. Like Tommy Wiseau. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's real. That's really getting into character. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the screenplay was written by Scott Nude Statler, uh, Michael Weber. And with help, obviously, with from Greg Sestero. Right, because he wrote, wrote the book. He wrote the book, mm-hmm. The Disaster yeah. Artist. Um, and it stars James Franco, Dave Franco, Ari Grainer, Seth Rogen, Alison Brie, and so many cameos, like mm-hmm. all the cameos yeah. on top of cameos on top of cameos. Uh, but yeah, now that we've all laid out the groundwork for how, where we started with The Room, what did we all think of The Disaster Artist? Oh. Hi, sorry. Mark. Hi. Does that count as her already no, messing you up? Lose. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry because I, I had to put my phone down. I know, I yeah. know. I, got, I did that on purpose. <laughs> that was well executed. Okay, all right, all right. It's anyway. A, it's fine. Sorry. Um, I have a good feeling that you're going to lose every single round of that. She might. Just because yeah. we've done it a lot, yeah. probably. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm great at getting on board with like uh, a, a bit, but I that's that's the extent of my skills. You're doing great. <laughs> she's she's a great yes, Ander, as long as speed isn't involved. <laughs> she's like, let me think about where she's we're going. She's a patient player. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she really is. Yeah. yeah. I like to like I like to lay down a really good joke and then walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a smoke bomb exit. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how much I feel comfortable. Like I mean, I liked the disaster artist a lot. Yeah. As a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how comfortable I feel liking it with like James Franco. Yeah. I we Meredith and I briefly talked about this before, how we're po- totally fine with liking movies that have this kind of cloud over it. Okay. Um, just because I mean, you were saying Meredith. I, I, I do th- I do have a real problem supporting them though. Yeah. Uh, because like with I think money and awards. Yes, because I do think it's fucking bullshit for us to say that um, that that you can separate the artist from it, their art. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if Woody Allen and Louis C.K. are not perfect examples of that, mm-hmm. yeah. that these motherfuckers like displayed their 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 problems on screen and were supporting this. They're supporting this and calling it art. Yeah. And you're when you're in. And it's just enabling their sure. behavior sure. to keep doing it and, and giving them more power to think it's okay yeah, and not something they need to fix. So, you know, download this film yeah, instead yeah, of buying a ticket. Yeah, like I don't necessarily see want to see particularly James Franco awarded anything. Yeah. Um, Nor do I know if he deserved the best actor Golden Globe for absolutely it. Absolutely no, not. Oh, my God. But, but impressions of characters at this point, too, are not like interesting. Uh, I think it's like it's it keeps being rewarded in award season. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think I've it's the most too. but mm-hmm. I don't think it's the most interesting acting decision you could possibly make right. when you're creating a, a character all like 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 I saw recently watch Phantom Thread and it's got its problems people feel weird about it but daniel day lewis is fucking amazing in that movie yeah. and he creates a character that you understand but are also terrified by and sure. so it's just that's much more interesting to me than looking at watching tommy wise like watching james franco do tommy wiseau yeah, yeah. like <laughs> tommy wiseau is already kind of doing a character of tommy wiseau so it's kind of it's it's just not just, that interesting i 
didn't participate in giving this man any power. I enjoyed this movie. I'm not going to feel guilty for liking it. Do I support him not getting any more work? Hell yeah, I do. I don't care. Yeah. Plenty of people out there who don't act like he does. Well, but I saw this movie and I liked it. Well, so I will. So the thing I listened to a lot of interviews about this movie, the room about James Franco's like thought about doing this movie. You know, he loved the room for all the reasons everyone loves the room. Sure. sure. Uh, And read this book. And I think one of the things was, is he, he had kind of admired Tommy for that. This movie definitely doesn't make fun of Tommy Wiseau. No, no. It gives him space to be like a legitimate artist. Why would, I mean, it's, it's the name and the title, right? Sure. So I think it's, um, so, I, I get the like he likes the idea that this guy went out and couldn't find the job that he wanted and he went out and created it for himself anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like a nice underdog story. Yeah. But there mm-hmm. there's problems with Tommy Wiseau to begin with. Right. And I and and I partially do, you know, like think that you're exploiting probably um, like a sp- somebody who's developmentally disabled yeah yeah, yeah. Or and, at least has ptsd or something yeah and i think yeah. that there and i think even the way that he talks about tommy in interviews is a little bit gross like mm. he definitely treats him a little bit like an object in some of the conversations oh. are, and like and like is like you know because he knows like he talks to him on the phone a lot because i yeah, mean it's like sure. he it's is very doing a, character work yeah and uh it just Ah. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. And not letting him say anything on stage at the Golden Globes. I'm like, exactly. Come on. Exactly. Oh, Listen, wow. I know it's probably not going to be great, but at the same time, James, Fr- no, yeah, James, just let him. James Franco took this idea from him. Yeah. yeah. He definitely deserves more respect than James Franco is giving him. And he's like, he's like, oh, no, this is my thing. I'm like, no, but your your thing is their thing. Like, yeah. you literally yeah. are remaking what they already did. Mm-hmm. So, the, so it's like, <laughs> you have to respect the, Mary, the story. What was your which feeling on this movie? I then? thought it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Like, I, I, like I already said that I don't think that James Franco deserves all of the clout that right, he's right, getting right, for right. it. But I mean, it's, it's like a movie I would picture james franco doing it's like it's got a, a, a I lot it was of, funny yeah it's yeah. got a lot I was of entertained it's got a lot of comedy i love that the how did this get made team is in the movie absolutely yes i mean mm-hmm. like that oh. is one of my favorite things in the entire world is that podcast mm-hmm. so why and they did a great um uh treatment uh on the room especially because yeah. greg sestero was in it <laughs> yeah and it was just a really good episode so i liked that they were in it i'd say that's the highlight for me James Franco aside, yeah. What do we think about the rest of the cast? The rest of the cast was stellar. I thought Dave Dave Franco was great. Yeah, uh, as Greg, I Mm -hmm. thought. Yeah, and that was the right amount of Seth Rogen. Yes, I think I think Dave Franco was great in the Disaster Artist. Oh, and I would uh, hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Oh hi hi oh. Uh, that was a good jump that was a good, there, one, it's a good job yeah calling with my pants around my ankles <laughs> uh, yeah Dave Franco I think he was great in that yeah uh, and I think you know the only piece of advice I have for him is to focus on your career leave Allison Brie uh, and you'll be happier with me <laughs> is he with Allison Brie in yes, real life they are married okay, okay, okay. oh they're married yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't know that 
Well, you learn something new every day. That's cute. They're cute couple. You learn about a new Franco marriage every day. I do. Oh, is James Franco married? I, who would marry oh, him? Oh, who would marry him? You'd be he so... married himself in the mirror. It would oh, be... yeah. <laughs> it would be so awful to be married to James Franco. It would be a nightmare. It'd be like being married to Corey Feldman. Or Jim Carrey. <laughs> it's all awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I loved, I like the moment, we were talking about this earlier, just to kind of bring it round about with the stuff with James Franco and then also um, the How Did This Get Made cast. Yes. The scene where they deal with him losing it during the sex scene yeah. and how Paul Shear reacts. Yes. I really liked how that was dealt with. Absolutely. Um, like they made it not exploitive. Did you, what, yeah. did you guys listen to the, uh, I don't, maybe it was in that, I don't remember where I heard, what, thing I heard it from now. I thought it was from the How Did This Get Made episode, but it might yeah. not have been from that. Uh, the lore is that Tommy Wiseau filmed all the sex scenes naked. Like he, like he was, even really? whether he was in it, it or not. Like, surprise me. Like he was, as the director, he was naked. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I have a theory. I wrote down a theory that I want to talk about the room specifically. It's not this whole book. <laughs> but I wrote it out this morning. Okay. So I, I think Tommy Wiseau is definitely developmentally disabled in some way, or at least delusional, mm-hmm. right? He's mentally ill. Low However, IQ even. Hmm? When you probably, like, low enough IQ that you're just, like, in, yeah. the, in the, like, needing disabled. assistance. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, in the creation of The Room, I think it's just proof that he's absorbed the absurdity and misogyny in American media and a little bit of the pedophilia as well mm-hmm. in the one character. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he just, like, through the filter of his own brain, which is this kind of, like, childlike innocence with jealousy and, and the id, has made a movie that represents that. Like, he, The Room is a representation of, like, what we see in magazines when we see naked women who aren't giving men what they want. Oh, this movie is definitely like like really a rudimentary understanding of like society, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. just like and that that's just shown on screen. Not yeah. just society, but also like people. Yeah. Like yeah. how people are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like I mean, Tommy was there like having a conversation with people, they're not that deep. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, You're gonna do this. And like that's that's like no consideration for people's feelings even or or how to have a conversation. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. and or that any- and that could be like a that could be a language barrier. But I don't think it's just that, you know, like yeah. like it- no, he's got. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got something else going on, <gasps> oh, which Tommy. feels exploitive when you think about yeah. this movie. But also, like, but he created. I mean, that situation was created organically. Yeah, but like I said, we the real we can't feel terrible for Tommy Wiseau. No, I don't. He's making. He's doing very well. He's making plenty of money. It can be exploitive, and everyone can still win. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Sure. (laughs) In some fashion. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about. uh, I do want to do a little positives because I know. I mean, this isn't the greatest. It's not Gone with the Wind. But Gone with the Wind ha- also had social problems. Yeah. Of I don't course. Know where I'm going with Boy, this. It doesn't it. matter. <laughs> um, 
But let's uh, talk about some other positive stuff, I guess. I mean, the casting all across was, was yeah. excellent. Yeah. I think Ari Grainer was great, and I don't see her enough in general. No, I and love she, her. Even at the very end where they do the like scene for scene like remakes, yeah. she so was the best of all of yeah. them. Like yeah. she na- she understood like the the pacing the timing. and the, her face. Like it was beautiful the body language oh, too the body specifically language. the one where she's getting off the couch yeah like, ugh. this is the one that played lisa right yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she's yeah. great oh she's so good and she's not in a lot of things and i'm like i wish she was i wish she was around more yeah i yeah. would like that um uh, i do like that like the casting in general is great uh it's a short film yeah well, it's i well love ed- a movie that's short, well yeah. edited mm-hmm. um very well edited yeah um the cameos are just delightful and yes. they're they're constant uh, I, I mean, I, anytime I see Brian Cranston, surprise, like that's huh, just a brighter yeah, day. That's true. True. There was a lot of those. Um, we seem to all be Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally. We're just you gonna name all the cameos. As as you oh, I was <laughs> yeah. so happy. Yeah, because <laughs> um, she's fucking great. Yeah, she it, is great. This movie definitely, or the original movie, The Room, is a, a like um. Huge cultural element of L.A. comedy. Yeah. If you are in that scene, you know about this movie and it's important to you. Mm. So it's a little bit of like um, like the cherry on the Sunday, I think, for, for a specific type of person. This was like everything they've ever wanted in a movie. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's just art house and just cult classic, bad, fun enough. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You, Meredith, specifically love the scene with the dog. Oh, hi, doggy. I, oh, oh yeah. that scene is that scene is the best because I love the ADR. Yeah, <laughs> of this whole of that whole movie. I almost wish that they did that in the Disaster Artist a couple of times, just as a joke. Like I sometimes there was that was a, some of the things there was like they could have leaned in a little. Do you bit wish more. it was more meta and a less little, like jolly? I could have enjoyed it a little bit more. Deadpoolish madness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or a little more like, or even more serious. Like, there's something yeah. about it that just it was like the tone of it was just a little bit one way or the other. Mm. It was too. It was trying to live in between the worlds. Yeah, and I would. I wish it was like just went for it and was hilarious or not like hilarious at all. Yeah, <laughs> like one or the other. Um, I I have to say though, those kind of people like value their salesmanship. They're mm. so committed to their truth that you almost, after a certain amount of time, believe it to be true. And thus we have Fox News. Oh, well, I think that's a, it's a different sell. It's not mm. as innocent. That's fair. It's a little more dubious. The sell of like, I believe this really ridiculous thing and I just, it's just a mat fact of my life. But like still, like I feel like Tommy Wiseau, or at least the way he was portrayed in this movie, is like he was walking his own path and had his own beliefs. And yes, he probably had, he's mentally ill. And, and had conviction. And, conviction. But he had conviction, but he wasn't like. Um... I think it just goes to show that at the end of the day, if you try your hardest and have unlimited money, you can do anything. <laughs> right. If you're a white man yeah. with lots of money, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, sky's the limit. Just you do literally whatever yeah. you Dream. want. Yeah, your dreams will come true. Your mm-hmm. dreams will absolutely come true. And no matter what people tell you about your talent, just keep Don't believe them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're jealous. No matter what jealous. amount of expertise <laughs> they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I just mean to say like I I don't think he would be bothered if you're not on board with him. 
No. You know, he was very much about people who didn't like him. He just like walked away. Yep. And there's that sales skill that like, well, just because you don't want to buy me doesn't mean that I'm not worth it. I don't see that a lot in humans. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a special kind of narcissism. I can, yeah, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can think of two humans right off the bat Pres- that I can oh, think of. One pres- of them is in president. the disaster artist and the other one's president of the United States. Oh, true. <laughs> I was trying to see it in like a good light, but you're right. It's negative. Yeah, it's it's a awful. Bad thing. It's a bad thing. We've come up with a bad thing. We should listen to other people. Mm-hmm. We should listen to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And Moral we- of the story. And and part of being a part of a community in the world, yeah, is doing the thing that you, that you're uniquely good at and contributing to the society as a whole with that, right? That's like the yeah. socialist idea. Sure, sure. So it's like, don't try your hardest. Don't to have give fun. us a thing we don't need and you're not good at. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Well, what would you do if you saw this guy on the street, Tommy White? Though, throw a spoon at him? No, I would. Oh. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything. I would walk away. You'd be like, oh, yeah. it's that guy and walk <laughs> like away. Like most celebrities. I, I yeah. have a real face blindness to, for celebrities in New yeah. York. I've never seen one in the two and a half years oh, I've ever? lived here. Oh, wow. I have not seen a celebrity in the wild. Can we talk briefly about Zac Efron and Josh Hutcherson? Yeah. yeah, sure. Hushers. I do love Josh as Denny. I thought that was a really good piece yeah, of casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, was that really Zac Efron? It, uh, both both of those scenes with Zac Efron? As what's his name? The, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. the drug, I the drug dealer. I could not recognize him at all. He's, well, he's jacked now. He's like the biggest man alive. Well, he's losing weight though. You know he is playing Ted Bundy in the movie. What? Mm, I'm gonna love that shit. I think that's gonna be really fun. Yes. I, and I, it's so funny. Last year I wouldn't have had to say this, but now I have to say it out loud. There are certain people where I'm like, can he not please not be a sexual assaulter because I really want to keep like watching him and stuff. Yeah. So I'd really like Zac Efron to just be like, you know, a man who appreciates boundaries so that I can continue enjoying his career. Zac Efron's younger than even us. That's true. So So maybe he's a little more with it. I I hope, yeah, I hope he's a little more woke. I think the younger generation is. You know who I hope is is just awesome in person? Mm -hmm. Margot Robbie. Because everything I see her in, She's I so like good. her at the very she's, least. She's younger yeah. than us as well. She's yeah. like 25. She's like 25. What? She, I'm but so she's old. really funny because she's a chameleon. Like she can look like I think she could play like a 40 year old mom. Yeah. But then she also could play a 20 year old like in college. Like yeah. it's all uh, it's wow. insane. She looks older than she is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she looks she is like a woman. Mm-hmm. And wow. I, <laughs> I don't know. She might be making an appearance on my sex pyramid later. <laughs> yeah, she's hot. Yeah, that probably. I like her. I might, I might if you know I might sub. Scarjo can't make it. Yeah, Margaret yeah. Robbie would be a great alternate. Or Kat Dennings. Or mm, Ooh, yes, also good choices. Big boobs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Lots of boobs in those two. Um, well, not uh, Margot Robbie. No, no, no. But Scarjo and yeah. and Kat Dennings. Those are some boobs. Oh yeah, some mm-hmm. boobage. <laughs> For real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Meredith and I keep track of all the boobage that we can um, like put on the graph. As well, you should. <laughs> Boobs Otherwise, are what? Yeah, they're great. Boobs, Boobs are, are great. <laughs> um, so if someone wanted to check out your show and follow you, if they've gotten to this far in the episode and they're like, that guy's my kind of guy, Aww. how would they do any of that? First of all, thank you, friend. 
Oh, sorry. You, all. Uh, you can Wait, check. Thank you to me or this new person. Yes, to all. Right okay. click, select all. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I got a podcast. Don't mind if I don't. Every week, uh, I get lovely people to convince me to like things that I don't, so I can expand my horizons. Uh, also, you are not alone. An uplifting show about depression every month at the Magnet Theater. Uh, and you can follow me at, hey, it's Aaron Gold on all the things that I'm there on. Just search. I'll there. Huh? Do you have an Instagram? The usual. I do. The usuals. I've got that Insta. I got. What normally uh, goes on your Instagram? Uh, pictures of funny things that I, I saw. And then I, I, I make a quip. I don't do a lot of selfies. Yeah. I was just curious what, you know, I feel like Did someone's we, Instagram profile I, I says a lot about them. I didn't think you would have a lot of selfies. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Thank you for prefacing it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've seen me. It's the same <laughs> every time. I like to do something different. Uh, I rarely post. <laughs> <laughs> you just use it for scrolling ability. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I gotcha. Stories are fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. And uh, you can also, well, why would you follow the podcast if you haven't heard of it yet? So I won't plug that. I like the, the Twitter and Instagram stuff. Oh, oh okay. your podcast has Twitter and Instagram? It does, but we don't need to. We can yeah, cut yeah, this yeah. part out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, okay. I agree. I understand what you yeah. mean. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. As always, um, you can follow us on TWBD Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those things. Email us at TWBDpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you could go to our website. There will be drinkingpodcast.com. You can also, if you really love us, and, and, and you absolutely and you should. Do. I mean, because you're both so goddamn lovely. Oh, it's been thank you. such a delight. No, I'm ha- happy to have you. It's, yeah. been, it's been one of the best days I've had in this week. <gasps> oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. so nice to hear. I mean, again. Mookie, Mookie, Mookie. <laughs> that's, what, that's what our zip zaps, uh, that's what the improv game should have been instead of saying, oh, hi. Mom. We should be moving or Lisa. chanting me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. If you love us, yeah, Mookie, as all of you Mookies out there, so uh, <laughs> name uh, more fans now. Go I to, like that. Go to Patreon.com/slash/twbd podcasts or twbd podcast and yeah. uh, give us give us some enable money. Enable our drinking. patrons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Enable us to keep drinking. Please stay drunk. Yeah. Hashtag.